Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the Movie Moron. This is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I am your host, Easton Moore. What's up with this fool? What is he, sandwich crazy? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, and then with me right here is our uh, lovely all-time guest and Tristan. Would you believe I knocked him out with my charm? You need that charming. Aww. I cut it off. I felt Thank a little you. rude to keep it in. Um, but yeah, um, and then uh, to the right is Brandon, who's uh, been on a few episodes uh, so far. But yes, Brandon. Damn, Robert, like them apples. Show off. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, and then our uh, co-host, practical co-host, Trevor himself. Hey, Mia, you better hide your baby, all. I'm just playing. <laughs> you better hide that big-ass forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to it's it's supposed to be the best one liner in all of Fast and Furious, so I had to I had to throw it in there somewhere. It's oh. definitely up there. It's a good one. And uh and it's an ad libbed line by The Rock. He really? Was, yep. He I don't think he was supposed to say anything. And he threw yeah. it back and Ronan was very surprised. <laughs> um Your forehead's great proportion. No, Trevor. I know it's big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great on you. You can wear that forehead Stop. wonderfully. Stop. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Um, so if you couldn't tell, this is a Fast and Furious themed um, episode. We have our Fast and Furious X uh, cup from the movie theater. Whoop, whoop. Also our 10 from Fast and Furious 9. Oh, yeah. Is it 9? I can't. It's That's 9. nine. Okay. Um, so obviously we're Fast and Furious uh, decked out. Um, yep, and poster. a poster. And the poster. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of that uh, mainly thanks to Tristan. Uh, because she's in love with this franchise, even though it was, took a very long, I will never let it down. Took forever for her to finally watch this. That's true. I had to really, I had to really dig to get her to watch the first few, and then, then I and found then she, true love. Yep, she fe- she fell in love. She became part of the family. Um, okay, part of La Familia. <laughs> Um, and as you can see, uh, we've got a guest, Brandon. He's already been on a few times. He was on Glass Onion. Um, I'm not going to see the long version of that, but Glass Onion, the yeah. Knives Out story by Ryan Johnson. I'm not going to uh, say the, the second title, part but of here, yeah. but here I'm going to say the full title. The second part of the three parts that Netflix <laughs> bought. I think all that was in the title. Um, and so uh, he's already said his favorites, least favorites, and some directors that he likes. Um, so how about just a movie that you really loved um, that you've watched this last year that maybe you recommend to the audience? A movie that I've really loved this year that everyone should go watch. It's on Hulu is Rye Lane. If oh. you haven't seen Rye Have Lane, not. it is fantastic. It is a London set romantic comedy that is absolutely stellar. Okay. It's okay. Tiny, it's a tiny yeah. little movie. It's hilarious. We love rom-coms. It's, we love rom-coms. Super charming, uh, really visually inventive. It's very, very good. And it's on Hulu, so it's yes. really easy to watch. Right yeah. On. yeah. Everyone, go watch Rye Lane. Sweet. <laughs> Did that come out this year? Came out this year. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh, so yeah, we are going into Fast X. Um, and very different than Riley. Yes, <laughs> very different than most movies um, that uh, which makes it wonderful. We review. Um, so um, we can go through and just talk general thoughts without spoiling anything for the people that have not gone to the theater yet to watch this one, um, which apparently isn't a lot of people because it made three hundred and twenty-five million dollars. <laughs> so uh, decent, uh, decent Better opening. Enjoy that, Vin Diesel. People are people are finding <laughs> this one yes. for sure. 
Um, but, uh, when you say your general thoughts, how about you just kind of say your general, like, just say whether you've been up on the positive side of fast and furious or on the negative side, cause it seems to have a very polar crowd. There are people that think fast and furious are the dumbest movies in the world. Yeah. It has a lot dad, of, yeah. And there's just there's so weird. A lot dumb. of people that like it. So just kind of say where you are on that, on that spectrum, if it's kind of in the middle or towards the like or towards the dislike. So they kind of know, uh, how you're going into the movie and then. Your general thoughts. So, we're going down the line. Trevor. Cool. Uh, no, these movies are bad, but I love them. Mm. <laughs> I, Yeah, they're the, the you know, kind of the reasons Tristan's like, Tristan likes them, the sense of community. And I, it's just, and I think you said in a tweet, Easton, that these movies just follow the rule of cool. And if it's, if it's, yeah. if it's cool to look at and it's neat, like, who cares? And they even kind of, they even kind of talk about that in this movie, which I thought was a fun little one offline. But, yeah, so no, I'm 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 on the Fast and Furious train. Uh, general thoughts? I had fun with it. I didn't realize. Can we say about the ending? No, I okay. would. I would. Yeah, I okay. would leave it. I know that it's kind of up for public. Like they've they've talked about kind of the stuff that they're doing in the future. Yeah. Um, so, but we can stay away for the people that sure, don't. Sure. Um, well, I didn't see it coming. Is I, all didn't, I was going to say. I didn't know either. I didn't yeah. either. Kind we. I was. I was the only one that. I think um, it's two. Um, I was actually the only one that that knew. Yeah. Nice. No, I, I mean, it's just everybody being their stereotypical fast and furious selves. I mean, uh, it's a lot of, not a lot of, but you know, it's Vin Diesel being like, no, Letty, you stay here. And she's like, no, I'm going to go. Cause I'm Letty. And then, <laughs> We're yeah. family. Yeah. Never basically. really, never really explaining what anyone's going to do when they go. <laughs> yeah. They're just kind of like, I have to go. And yeah. Then, just, we need to be, we need to be yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'll, weigh, I'll weigh the team down. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I thought the, I mean, I thought the car chases were pretty good. This movie goes by really fast. Uh, there's, I don't know if there's any car chases that really stood out to me necessarily. Uh, but no, overall, I mean, I, yeah. I had a good time with it. It's just over two hours. Yeah. Um, it's almost two and a half hours, but that's with credits, so you knock about 10 to 15 minutes off of that. So it's just over two hours, and yeah. it, it does fly. I do feel like it had a good pace to it. Yeah. yeah. Is that the... Yeah, I think I think that's it. There's, I mean, there's not a lot to this, <laughs> and it's a lot of... Uh, oh, Jason Momoa is great in this. I really, really Jesus dug him. so good. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, just the he I haven't really I don't think we have seen him play a like a maniacal villain. I thought he did so good yeah. as it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm saying we that haven't. That was a bad sentence, but you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I think for being an added. Oh, it was nice in the beginning. We get a flashback to one of the previous movies where uh, Paul Walker is still alive. Um, which I mean, of course, they're going to have to have that if this is supposed to be a, like a everybody's coming in for this one kind of thing. Did anybody see those like articles or, or those, those YouTube videos that were like Paul Walker uh, returning for fast X or something there. I saw, I <laughs> like, I started looking into it after the, uh, I, when I started Googling after we, we saw the movie yesterday and there were like a bunch of uh, articles that like, Oh, they're going to bring back Paul Walker somehow mm. for fast X, which is like so misleading. Yeah. yeah. What actually yeah. happens. Yeah. And it's, I kind of, I kind of thought that they might try to do some digital. I'm not, I'm not writing it off just yet. Yes, that they no, yeah. that they won't try to bring him me, his me, character back. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. It um, seemed like maybe they used some B-roll 
for this movie oh, from whenever they they basically just straight used um yeah like a previous scenes. a previous movie's mm-hmm. whole entire they sped up Which, a, a previous movie's mm-hmm. um, was it four five it was five okay yeah they sped up a, a huge scene in that they just sped it all the way up <laughs> and just uh they use it as their opening crawl basically yeah basically I mean, it works yeah uh but uh, but anyway sorry back to yeah, Jason Momoa for for being for being kind of interjected into that part, and then there's another new guy in this Angel, I think is his name or or Ansel, the the agency, yeah, the, the new, new agency, agency guy. guy. I wasn't super mm. impressed with him. He just kind of fit into the mold of we're all V shaped dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, you got to have another big beefy guy. Yeah, yeah. But I think of, of the two new additions, I think Jason Momoa really took yep. the cake for it. Fast and Furious has always been a very pro PED. Uh, movie so steroids. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> get as we many people in there. Yeah. Hey, but you know it works. Yeah, it works. I don't. I don't. Um, I think they're taking steroids. Well, let me tell you. No, I, <laughs> okay. was gonna say, I was gonna say I don't condone the um, the, use of, the use of steroids, but you know it pays off sometimes. <laughs> I mean, as, as long as you're, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're not riding a bike in the Tour de France, I don't yeah. really care. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I don't, That's I don't true. Really care. It's, yeah. Yeah. I just do. I do wish people were more open about like because people think yeah. they can just sure, naturally sure. be the rock yeah. at forty eight sure. years old. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to break it to you, yeah. Jimmy, but <laughs> um, but yeah, Brandon, what were your uh, general thoughts on on this installment? Yeah, so to start with, like my relationship to the Fast and Furious franchise, I love these movies. Um, I think that they are uh, the the rule of cool is a great way to put it. These movies are like the epitome of confidence is key. Because yeah. they are constantly doing things that do not hold up to scrutiny, that make no logical sense, just completely rewriting the relationships that characters have to each other in like a moment's notice <laughs> all the time. But they do it with so much confidence and they do it so frequently that you just you feel silly for questioning it for questioning it the movies really are critic proof i mean at this point they are they own what they are in such a special way such Mm -hmm. a unique way that i mean any criticism is like shooting darts at a tank like it's just (laughs) it's it's nothing like the logic and uh and reason are not why people like them and they're also not the reasons uh why people are going to stop liking them yeah. So dwelling on things that don't make a whole lot of sense, while it's fun, it, it kind of doesn't doesn't matter much for for these particular movies. But as far as the uh, this specific movie, I was I was a little disappointed relative to how much I just loved how bug nuts insane F9 got. Yeah. And yeah, this movie's wild. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This is not a normal action movie by <laughs> by any stretch, but there was a plateau of crazy that F9 hit mm-hmm. that I really thought we were going to get to in Fast X, and and we didn't quite get there for me. Are you but, disappointed or? Well, I'm a little disappointed. I would say that, like, walking away from the movie, I, I didn't have a bad time. I definitely yeah. had a great time. I was in a, we were in a packed theater. Everybody, you know, was way into it. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, Another gripe that I have with like the last couple um, in the the series is that they are continuously introducing people, and then they think on the strength of how much Dominic Toretto likes 
these people that we are naturally going to just Mm-hmm. love them yeah. and and what i what i mean by that is that's introducing new characters is is not a bad thing it's just there will be like revelations with those characters that they treat as though they're like knocking our socks off mm-hmm. like there's one in this movie with a character that was just introduced in this film there's a, a twist related to him and when it happens they, they give it so much weight <laughs> and in the moment i was like i don't know or care about this guy at all yeah. like i really yeah. don't but it's it's part of the fun and it's uh, it's great. Um, as far as the the action set pieces, the reason we're all here, it, uh, <laughs> like I this was one where I think the best action set pieces aren't involving cars. In this particular one, I thought that that first fight with uh, Charlize Theron, where they get into the elevator and uh, she has that like magic remote that turns mm. off the yeah. and stuff, which is funny because you say first fight, but that's like an hour half into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no no no! I'm I'm uh, talking about when we first meet uh, Jason Momoa, like when he oh, comes okay. out of the elevator, and and I, I don't want to get oh, into spoilers, I get but what you're saying, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when okay, we're yeah. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. that fight mm-hmm. I thought was fantastic. There's another one with Jordana Brewster and John Cena that's just like a big fist mm-hmm. fight and shootout in a house that was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of, a couple of uh, of uh, car chases that I thought were fantastic, but um, but yeah. This was a this was a good time, good time. I've just got lots of lots of thoughts. I'm excited to get into this one. Definitely decided to. Uh, it does continue the the insanity in the car realm. Yeah, the actions are a little bit more grounded. Um, like they're ridiculous, but they're a little bit more sure. grounded. It's it's when we get to the car chase stuff, specifically Dom, that it decides to go to a whole new level of <laughs> Vin of Diesel crazy. is the biggest narcissist on the face of the planet. <laughs> I am convinced after watching these movies. You he didn't is. take my car. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder, like, I, I like to think about how much his public image is so tethered to, like, cars and with the triple X movies, extreme sports and all this sort of stuff. And I just, I wonder if he knows anything about cars. Like I don't, that would be really funny. (laughs) I, I I don't know anything about cars, but that's also not like a major part of my identity. You know what I mean? You haven't made, you know, somewhere around 300 million, $400 million off of car movies. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. That's oh, true. Okay. Was that? Oh, that was a question. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, okay. The answer you is no. No, I have not made. <laughs> I have not made hundreds of millions of dollars from car movies. Like, well, oh, sorry. That's kind of interesting. Just to bring that up. Uh, these are like Justin Lin's movies, right? The Fast and Furious. Yeah. I'm wondering if if the car thing is more connected to him. Well, uh, see, he, because I was curious if maybe Vin Diesel had a writing credit, which he doesn't. But I mean, I think regardless of whether or not he has a writing credit, I think he's like the gatekeeper. He's he's a producer. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. And I'm and sure he's been a producer since the start. Well, yeah. And so this is the only thing he's in anymore is Fast. And he was in Bloodshot. Excuse me. And Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Oh, Come oh on. he's in, he's Groot. Yeah. And the Last Witch Hunter. I refuse to let anyone forget the Last Witch Hunter. Is that like but, a this is a hidden gem or like this is awful? No, it's just awful. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was being facetious. But um, so Justin Lin came, out, came on with Fast and Furious 3, I think. He came on with Tokyo mm. Drift. He directed mm. from Tokyo Drift <laughs> to the sixth one, and then he left to make Star Trek 3. And then he came back after, he came back to make F9. And then, fun fact, I'm so, I'm so curious to find out why this is. He quit <gasps> Fast X. Mm. Like, 
two weeks into production. I feel like I remember Drama. that. So I, well, it, Justin Lin didn't. Yeah, he didn't write. He didn't direct this one. No, he didn't direct this one. Yeah. No, he he uh, he started, and then a couple weeks into production, he quit, and then uh, they hired uh, a journeyman. I'm not sure it what is his a, name is. It is a little interesting that Justin Lin doesn't have the mo- the best Fast and Furious movie. Uh, this was Louis uh, Leterrier. Oh, okay. Well, one. he's he's actually he's made a couple uh, of decent. Yeah, Louis Leterrier, who has also done. The 2008 Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he also did The Transporter, which is a very extremely yeah. popular one. He now You See uh, Me. Unleashed uh, is Unleashed really good. Unleashed is fantastic. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good action yeah. movie. I, I watched that as a kid him. quite often. Brothers Grimsby is a movie that I have a soft spot for because it's like the... It's like the, uh, the, the ignored child of his sort of <laughs> film family. That, yeah. That, that movie is genuinely, genuinely... Okay, you you said that this movie was uh, uh, like critic proof. Um, I think so. Yeah, no, no, I I actually agree. But I I did want to ask, do you guys do you guys want to guess which movie is actually certified fresh out of the franchise? There's only one. Ooh, five. There's I only actually, one certified. I know this. Okay, it, it's it's your your it's the fifth one, correct? <gasps> really? It's that one's fresh, but it's not certified fresh. Oh. I mean, I can. What's the difference between fresh and is certified like above the 90th percentile? It's above the 80th percentile. Oh, it's got to be. Oh no, Fast Five. Okay, I guess it is certified fresh. It's 78, but the highest rated one critically is 81, which is Furious Seven. Oh, Oh, I was trying to remember all the names of the movies. That one it does make sense. That one's probably my favorite. That's also my favorite, and that's also the Paul Walker uh, tribute movie, and I think that's why they knocked it so well out of the park. That's that, an, another thing about this franchise that always has always kind of bugged me. I feel like I, as I'm talking more about it, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with these movies, but I genuinely <laughs> do love them. Uh, this is a franchise that, uh, and going back to the Vin Diesel is a narcissist conversation, <laughs> the movies only ever dwell on Vin Diesel's relationship with Paul Walker. Like there is a, one of the characters is married to yeah, him. Yeah, no, like, that's and, true. And they are only ever concerned with like, how Vin Diesel is dealing with the separation of, <laughs> of, of him and yeah. him and uh, Brian O'Connor, former yeah. FBI agent Brian O'Connor. <laughs> I do think that in seven, or yeah, I think it was seven, seven or eight. Uh, I, I thought they did a good job with the wife dynamic. Sure, um, but as a whole, yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else, or I don't? Wanna... I was gonna say I, I've been dragging general thoughts along. Oh no, you're you're totally fine, <laughs> Tristan. To Tristan, this is gonna yeah. be just a praise fest. So listen, Easton Moore. Okay, I have opinions too. You know. Yeah. Um, I loved it, of course, <laughs> and I love all of them, and every single one of them is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Are they all, all five stars? All of them five stars. Yep. Always, I can't deter from that. Yeah, your relationship with Fast and Furious was my relationship with Star Wars until The Last Jedi. Yeah, we'll see if they screw it up. If they ruin my life, we'll see. I'll <laughs> let you know. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. I liked the... Um, I liked the like kind of throwback to the older movies of the like street race booty shorts yeah there's a moment all that you, you know? like the booty shorts i liked like i liked the 2000s vibe they had going on yeah i i, I mean, also no i i agree when i saw that scene i also appreciated it because it it does feel like they tend to 
they tend to move away from that quite yeah, often. Yeah. And I, I think it is. It felt like back to their roots. Yeah, it feels like back to the roots. It's it's something that they do really well. Um, however, I think the reason why they don't do it is one is because it's become more of an action movie. It's hard to really get that sure. underground feel. <laughs> but also, that's also just not really a cultural thing. I think when the, these movies came out, that street racing was more of a popular... It was kind of dying out, but it was still a thing. Street racing really... It really died. So DVD yeah. players were also more popular. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they did move up to uh, gasoline by the fourth movie, yeah, right. which true. is still something you could steal and make a lot of money <laughs> off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Even though you got really uncomfortable, you looked at me. During yeah. that scene. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what was going through my head, but. Well, I think it was just, there was a lot of, lot of boobs, lot there of, were, <laughs> a lot of booty, a lot of tits, a lot of, of skin, a lot of gyrating. Like the biggest I've ever seen in my life on the whole. There was a lot of gyrating, screen. man. Exactly what they teach Dolby. you not to do in it the Baptist schools. They what, were, the they were doing, man. Was that a celebrity that waves the flag? <gasps> oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> I was going to ask who, who, does anybody know who that was? No, I don't know. Oh, what you you no, led I that to the <laughs> I thought of something else. I'm sorry. I thought you were about to be like, I know this, no. but no, yeah. you just looked over at me like you were like, mm. like I, I didn't think you thought it was cool, but you were like, there's a lot of there's a lot well, of no, I did skippy I did. women. Listen right to me, now. I did really appreciate it, but it went on for a very long time. I think yeah. that's what it did. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this gonna instant? Yeah, that's what but but in the scene actually has a good payoff with with race as well. Racing yeah. as yeah. well, um, which some of the movies have kind of done the big thing where you got the big crowd. I was looking at some earlier stuff today in like the Rio thing mm-hmm. uh, with Sh- Hobbs. Um, there's a moment in Rio yeah. where he's got all the street racers and yeah. then Hobbs comes in, but there's no race. It's just yeah, the Fast and Furious thing where every character shows up wherever they need to be. <laughs> and with a lot of guns. They all know exactly uh, yeah. where each other are at all times, <laughs> but are somehow hunting each other. So it, the person that dropped the flag was Brazilian singer-songwriter Ludmilla, who's best known for Fala Mal de Mim. Um, okay. So, so, but I mean, that so the, like the... Box office in Brazil, probably. Sure. I mean, yes. Yeah. The, that's what I was going to say. The The producers are smart. Yeah. They know this is a global franchise, and they they try to rope in a world audience. Mm-hmm. That's that's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the thoughts that are interesting? Um, oh, I got so excited because I remembered that Josh Dunn and Debbie Ryan have a little... What's that called? A confrontation cameo. cameo. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, in the airport. Yes. Yeah. I was so excited. I'm like, I was like, Easton, that's Josh and Debbie Ryan. I don't even know who those people Josh are. Josh is the drummer from Twenty One Pilots, and Debbie Ryan was on Disney Channel, yeah. but they're married. Anyway, it was really fun, and I was like, that's ah! that sounds really fun, Tristan. They're. I'm glad it was. I was fun. very excited. <laughs> they're in Fast X. How cool is that? That's so cool. If I was famous, I would be like, get me in that movie. So Even my wife, just my wife leaned over to me after that and said, "Was that Debbie Ryan?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you, yes. you only see her face for just a moment. Yeah, just a moment. Mm-hmm. Enough to be like, "Wait, that, that was <laughs> yeah." Um, I will say a critique, Easton. Really I dig have for this opinions. One, you? You're doing it. No. <laughs> um, a lots of people are in lots of different places in this movie, and. It, Lots of big things are happening everywhere, and it's almost like too much for me. My highly sensitiveness. Mm. 
That's my... And, according to Trevor, too many blonde women. It's hard to keep track of who's who. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell the difference between Charlize Theron and Brie oh, Larson yeah. in this. They have different faces. <laughs> uh, well, just because, like, I don't, I don't, rem- like, I saw all of these movies so long ago. Because Charlize yeah. Theron is the one that steals the, that steals or kidnaps the baby, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. she had dreads in mm-hmm. the eighth one, so yeah, you couldn't miss her true. in that one, I guess. But, and so, and well, it's her just, hair changes throughout the movies, And too. it's just the way that she they were. Bob in the last one? Uh-huh. It's just the way they were presented. Like, and I knew Brie Larson was in this. Uh-huh. And so when he comes out the elevator, I was like, that's not Brie Larson. But then, like, later... She looks. She's like the one that looks scene. for Dom in the bar. Yeah, and then I, okay, and then right after that, we see her talk to her in the jail, and then she's like, "Okay, I'll see you later." Mm-hmm. And then I thought they had captured her, and it was like, "Oh, well, we're just in this together." Uh-huh. And then she knew like the access codes to the robot thing, and I was like, "Oh, well, that would make sense if <laughs> I she's can't like." Wait to talk about. It. She could have run the world from that little screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was like, okay, well, she obviously like knows the knows the place, but. I, I don't know. Anyway, so and then she shows up in her blue pantsuit, which I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what though, she's rocking that blue pantsuit and those spiky oh, shoes yeah. she's wearing, dude. Oh yeah, I laughed out loud when she scuffs that car. <laughs> it was so <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, but anyway. I do have another. I have another little. I don't really like this thing, but it's not for right now. It's for spoils. Okay, is that the end of your? I think so. I loved it. Okay. Um, I'm definitely on the boat if I very much enjoy to love them. There's there's a few of these movies that like I very much love. I grew up watching Fast and Furious movies. First one came out in either ninety nine or two thousand one. It was oh one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was five years old. So I mean, you know, these were coming out as I was growing up. Um I watched these on uh I don't know, AMC, TMC, well, yeah, whatever yeah. random cable television. And I watched them all the time. Um, and I loved even the bad ones, Too Fast and Too Furious and Tokyo Drift. Um, and I even love four. A lot of people hate that one. Like those two, three, and four, a lot of people dislike. Um, I liked them all. I think they're, I do think that they're completely over the top crazy, but, um, they are purposeful in that. They, um, know that they're going to be, I think once they hit five, they decide they were just going to be an over the top action blockbuster franchise. They leaned into it and they've done mm-hmm. a good job with it. Um, and totally I think, and it paid thing. off. Yep. And and I think uh, this is no different. Um, I do think the writing in this one's a little bit more poor than some of the stuff we've gotten in the I past. Agree. Um, uh, counter to, I I mean I don't want to blame Jason Momoa or not, but I did not like his character <laughs> at all. And we can get into it. Loved him. Um. Um, and, but yeah, this, I did have, a, I did have a good time, but, um, the first act is, is really slow and kind of yeah. rough. Um, and then it does kind of get its, it gets its footing and like, yeah. and then it's really starts picking up. Um, yeah. And, uh, and there's definitely a lot of, uh, Vin Diesel cheese, um, that he also is, seems so old. He his eyes were not fully open for this entire movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm every shot of him, they were like half open. Yeah, yeah. He did bulk up a little bit from the last time I saw him uh, off off screen. Um, in between nine and ten, he had, he, he had gained some pounds um, sure. and lost sure. some muscle. He's a human. Um, and either sure. either they CGI'd it up or he uh, he got on that uh, Hollywood workout program because he's he's looking pretty buff in this one. 
Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of characters, um, and it can be a little a lot to track. But I also I actually like almost all of the Vin Diesel characters in the like all the family, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't mind it. Um, John, I don't remember much of John Cena in the other ones, and he kind of has a semi pivotal. This is his second one. Okay, yeah. so it's only been two. Okay, yeah. Um, I, he was I had the, to like he was, remember who he was. Yeah, he was he secret. Up. He was secret brother that yes. shows up nine yeah. movies. And I yes. think, yeah, he was in nine, right? In just yeah. the last one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, um, <laughs> but like even his stuff, I I thought was a, a lot of fun yeah. to do, and we and we still had you know our core four. Um, that's going all over the place, mm-hmm. um, and then Vin Diesel's kind of by himself with with Letty for a lot of this. But so yeah, there's a lot going on, but um, I think it does exactly what it sets out to be. It sets out to be just a crazy, um, fun action movie that um, completely suspends belief, and you're cool with it because it it you just know that's what it's going to be. You know the things that they're going to attempt are going to be crazy and stupid and unpractical and defy all physics but it's fine because you know that you're in a movie world um so yeah i had a lot i had a lot of fun and they even have that line half an hour in of these people defy gravity yes and the laws or something like that i'm like okay well at least we're talking about it was that was that in the uh the 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 sci-fi future room at the at the agency with all the floating (laughs) yeah yep yeah, yeah. I've I've had uh, quite a few Twitter discussions over the last couple of weeks um, because a lot of people are trashing just the Fast and Furious franchise because it's sure. just not for mm-hmm. them, um, and and a lot of it is just like you know, and and I just respond with like these movies know exactly what they mm-hmm. if they were trying to pass as you know, <laughs> Oscar movies, award winning movies, um, and and such like yeah we should. We would come into we would come in in a different light, and we would probably dislike what they're doing because it it doesn't. Well, and and Vin Diesel has has worked with like Spielberg and Sidney Lumet and these fantastic filmmakers before he became big action star. So he has good taste. Like if if he wanted to be doing that sort of thing, he would be sure. doing it. Like this is. The, these movies are you know they aren't made by a bunch of rubes. They're you know <laughs> yeah. they're. Yeah. they're people that know precisely what they're making. Yeah, and, and that's mm-hmm. another reason why they, like every time they add a new character, not every time, but a lot of times when they add new characters, they're going for stars. Like yeah. they they go get Brie Larson. They go and get John Cena. They go and get Jason Momoa. Helen Mirren said she wanted to be in these movies. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. people yeah. people know what they're getting into yeah. for sure. Um and so and for that reason, I'm in. So <laughs> Mirror's in, Easton's in. (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, so there's one there's one little like that that necklace that gaudy ugly necklace (laughs) changes hands so So many times in this movie and I'm not crazy right that necklace meant nothing like three movies ago right (laughs) it was just the necklace he wore and now every time somebody's holding it or is like it's traveled the world yeah it's traveled the world now (laughs) and somebody always holds it and says some like empty vague platitude about family and well so i think he wore that necklace from the first movie yeah, yeah. he's and always so, had it but but like and it so, never meant anything well, like well, it was i don't think it meant anything until he like made it like he gave it to letty or whatever well, it's like a and promise jacob's got one too 
Okay. And I yes, think, yeah. yeah. And that's because yeah. it's that's a family. I, mean. like, I, I want to say it was like Furious Seven or Fast and Furious Six or somewhere in there where they just decided that that necklace that had just been like a piece of jewelry like meant yeah. something. And every time it shows up, I can't help but laugh because I'm like, <laughs> it's just. One, it's just so ugly, but, but also, but also, it's just nonsense. Like it yeah. doesn't mean anything, and I love it. It's yeah, great. yeah. I, I, from what I remember, I think he like gives it to Letty as like a proclamation of love yeah, yeah, or whatever, because yeah. it's the thing that he's had, you know, nearest yeah. to his heart for there's, however long. Well, there's there's one moment in this movie when uh, uh, Letty and Dom. It's very early on. It's during that slow sort of first act you were talking mm-hmm. about where they're laying in bed and he's talking about how uh, he's talking about an interaction he had with his son that we didn't see. And, uh, and then he, uh, he says, you know, I don't know how to tell my son that I'm afraid or something like that. And then she's, and she says, fear doesn't matter. And then she like holds the necklace <laughs> and we get a close up of it. And she goes, this is what matters. The eternity of this moment. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what, what is that even? What yeah, that even like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just complete nonsense. <laughs> Sometimes uh, yeah. it's the best. Sometimes you just read awesome. some poetry and try to throw it in your movie. Sure, sure. <laughs> and there, there are so many, uh, so many times during this movie where we haven't seen a character for a little bit, and then we'll linger on them for just a minute. And that's when I was like, "All right," and they're about to talk about something they're afraid of, or something that mm. you know, something that's been bothering them, or or something like that. Um, but yeah, nobody has like an arc in this movie. Nobody learns anything. Nobody like, yeah, nobody, nobody honestly. Okay. Are, are we like officially in like, we're, we're getting into the details of the movie. Territory? We're, we're going to hit spoilers after a recommendation, but you can, okay. If you, you can, you know, the, the only, yeah. The thoughts. only thing I'll say, not spoiling anything. I don't think one thing of long-term consequence happens in this movie. I don't, I don't think, and that's not a that's not a that's not a criticism. Yeah, like, sure. it's it's just I don't think there is one thing that gets anyone any further than they were at the start of the movie. You know what I mean? I think there's you mean like character development, not character. I mean, like in terms of literal events. I don't know that. Well, anything... the only thing I'm thinking of is the bomb because they blame it on the crew, and that's what puts Vin Diesel at the top of the list. I guess and yeah, that that's kinda, fair. That's that, fair. But I mean, to to be fair, also that kind of goes away later. But it's all but yeah, a secret. It always does. Maybe maybe it's a trick. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not. You know. And I so. I I think there's maybe two to three characters that have some real character development, and the rest don't. Um, which we can we can yeah. get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can think of one. Somebody else was in this movie. I was about to say. I I almost want to rate this movie a five out of five, no matter what, because it had. You know the greatest actor of our generation, Pete Davidson, in it. So of it's just <laughs> absolutely. He yes. had played such a good character too. <laughs> I, good, he I just mean, played himself. God bless him. I know him. it's so good. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I've been on the edge to watching Bupkiss, but after seeing him in this, now I'm like, Bupkiss. Oh, it's his new show on oh. Peacock oh. with Joe Pesci. With right? Joe Pesci. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. He. Well, I love his two if movies. If anyone could get Joe Pesci out of retirement, it's Pete <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> American treasure, Joe Pesci. <laughs> He he, the his two like legit movies are two of my f- not favorites, but I very much enjoy them. Mm, yeah, uh, Big Time Adolescence yeah. and uh, King oh. of Staten Island. Yeah, okay. We, I also thought uh, Suicide Squad. 
He's not in that. He's not, he's not really <laughs> he's in it. He's in that movie for yeah. five minutes. You said two legit movies, yeah. and I was like, King of Staten Island and what else? But yeah, Big Time I just meant like, he's the main yeah. actor. Yeah, I think That's what I mean by legit. Yeah. He's been in a lot of different properties. I just meant like, he's the lead in those two movies. Yeah. I was, I was also thinking Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, oh sure. yeah. He is a lead in that, uh-huh. which I don't good. love. <laughs> that movie's all over the place. But he's good. He's really good. Right on. Yeah, he needs to be in more stuff. Let's yeah. just put it that way. I want to watch it again. <laughs> I don't know if I can deal with that lady again. He's the voice of Marmaduke in the Netflix Marmaduke movie that's coming out this year. Really? <laughs> that's that's, that's so a funny. real thing. I promise that exists. That's oh. so funny. And we're all, I'm assuming next time I'm on, that's what we're going to be covering. <laughs> the, the Netflix Marmaduke <laughs> movie. <laughs> He's a. Uh, Let me put this on my calendar. Yeah. Looks like it cost about three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you got one thing before we hit the spoilers? He's in that Taco Bell breakfast oh. commercial. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's yeah. in several Taco he Bell has, breakfast uh, commercials. Peter Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, yeah. he has a real filmography. That's we yes. need to give yeah. him more credit than just yes. Yeah. Yeah. The breakfast Taco Bell commercial. He's also Marmaduke. <laughs> Dating one of the Kardashians still, maybe, no. or maybe not. Pete, get some better ladies. He just laid some pipe on Kim Kardashian. And, oh, my uh. word. <laughs> and uh, dated... Uh, <laughs> hey, we tell it how it is in here, okay? No, Easton tells it how it is, apparently. Yeah. Um, and dated Ariana Grande for a long time. Kate Beckinsale at one point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrities love him, Why? and so do we. Um. Uh, so, um, recommendations. State us, Pete. No, <laughs> <laughs> he might. Yeah, <laughs> and even if you haven't seen the other nine, I mean, if you're looking for a movie to just go see and have a good time sure, with, this is sure. fine. Yeah, I do feel like if you watch this without any context, I not not like you would mm-hmm. like you wouldn't be lost. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I think you would be just lost in how absolutely absurd yeah. everything is. You'd be like, You'd be how confused. is this okay in a movie? Hey, yeah. How are we allowing this in like something that's like uh um like not like a B movie? Like yeah. they're doing B movie action stuff in a three hundred million dollar production. But also somebody somebody who's coming into this uh this movie like theoretically not having seen any of the others, uh I mean I'm just picturing someone see, meeting all these characters that are being introduced uh, in this movie and being given so much weight right off the bat. They're like, okay, well, they must have been in like five <laughs> movies prior to this. Surely. Yeah. They, nope, they had a 12-minute cameo <laughs> in uh, the seventh or eighth movie. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, I, these, I think the Fast and Furious as a whole does a great job with their minor characters. Yes. I'll just put that out there. Okay. To be fair... I was able to watch Fast and Furious out of context, and that, oh my got that pretty okay. <laughs> we, yeah, we, Trist, mm. or Trevor had never seen any of them. We told him to watch them to, I think, do nine. Yeah. Um, and he watched number four because they're the same title. They're the same title. The titles for these movies are unreal. But do you know who can name all of them in order? Okay, but I tried the other day and I messed up really bad. Yeah. No, it's the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. uh, Fast Five. Um, it's just uh, Fast Furious Six, Fast and Fast Furious, Furious Six, six yeah. Furious Seven. No, yep. Fast, yeah, oh, Furious yeah. Seven, seven. Fast and Furious Eight. No, 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 no. Oh, the, the fate, fate of the, of the Furious. Furious. How, How dare you? Right. Fate of the Furious. <laughs> 
And then Furious 9. Fast 9. F9. 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 F9 colon the Fast Saga. Saga. If I'm not mistaken. Which is... Never mind. I can only crazy. I can do the first seven. <laughs> well, it's close. So, I can't do eight and nine. So Annie and I, that's my, for listeners, that's my wife. Uh, ahead of um, the, ahead of Fast X, we absolutely adored F9. And we're like, We'd, we want to watch the 10th one right now. <laughs> and... Uh, when they they hadn't announced the title for the 10th one yet, and we were like, if it's not FX, then I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> but it was Fast X, close enough. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Jurassic Park Fast and Furious crossover. That's all I want. Why Dude, not? that would be dope. Why That's not? Vin Diesel wants to do it. At this, point, at this point, why not? <laughs> okay, Trevor, what's your, uh, do you recommend? Oh, I did a while okay. ago, and then cool. we got... I know, <laughs> I just I just wanted you to be able to finish your thought if you had it. So, yes, yeah. Brandon, do you... I would recommend Okay, Tristan? For sure, a million percent. Uh, yeah. Why not? I'm, I'm a little bit more hesitant than I think the rest of you guys, but I, yeah. I do still think it's a fun... Like, at the end of the day, if you just know you're going in for a, uh, a an action movie that um, doesn't have any reality to it, then... You'll have fun. So, okay, that's uh, pretty much all recommendations. Honestly, that's the show. Honest, not I have quite. something else to say. <laughs> Honestly, if I had not warmed up to the crazy of these movies, I pr- and I just like went and saw one of the last, I don't know, four or whatever. <laughs> I I would probably be like, I wouldn't think it was as good because I'd be so concerned with the other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, but I do think this movie does a good job of leaning into, like, it physically tells you how ridiculous it is. Yeah. With the defying logic, they, yeah. they even bring up, like, they stole a submarine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like a, that like, they legit bring that up and talk about how... They Absolutely crazy that is. <laughs> we've gone past. We've gone from street racing to altering the course of world events. Yeah. Yes, they have nuclear missiles. Uh, okay, <laughs> they are a bunch of street racers that now have. Uh, and they nu- keep coming back to the same house. <laughs> like surely they're being hunted by a do- by a dozen different I, terrorist organizations. I did think it's it's it is a little on brand. That um, in Calif- they live in California. They have this standard-looking house, oh. but they all have Ferraris and mm-hmm. $1.2 million cars. Because I'm <laughs> like, that house is probably worth $6 million in California. So, yeah. Especially that close to downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it's right over the hill. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do think it's funny how at the beginning of the movie... At the movies, I, like that house was probably a mm-hmm. you know, standard house. Yeah. Sure. Now in California. That's luxury. That house but was blown up in one of the movies. Didn't somebody? Didn't it get attacked <laughs> in one of the movies? It's gotten destroyed multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I think it's destroyed now. As we <laughs> speak, <laughs> it was it was blown up by a mail bomb in Furious Seven. I think a mail bomb, which is hilarious. Like it's so funny that someone like handed a bomb in the mail to two characters in this movie. I just I, I love it. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take a short little break, and we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review. Wonderful. And we're back. We're back. After that short little break. And now we're going to be talking about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie and you care at all, now's the time to pause, go watch Fast X, and come back and listen to our thoughts. Go watch Fast X. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we got all the spoilers. Um, The thing that apparently nobody else knew, um, that this is a three-parter. Yeah. (laughs) Hey-oh. I... 
knew that going in. I didn't think like this movie ends with a cliffhanger. Cliff, I mean, which is like almost too big in my opinion. It also ends with a Gal Gadot. <gasps> yeah. What the heck? She's wow. been in the movie a couple times. I cannot wait to hear what nonsensical bullshit they come up with to justify what? Like, her coming me, back. Han, oh, I just want them to be together. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they have a thing, don't they? They have a yeah. real thing. Yeah. By and a thing, she, I'm assuming you mean real love, real deep <laughs> abiding love. If she has been alive, that she better have been well, in a coma. She's been in that nuclear sub, though, doing uh, nuclear they sub have, stuff. I don't know what you're doing. Wait, so. She looks too happy to be held captive. So, so. wait wait a second. They have real love because Gal Gadot walked in a bikini trying to seduce somebody else, and Han was like, I want a piece of that. Look, they talked a couple of times, too. You know, <laughs> they did that also. They, really they were in the same car for a while. <laughs> they were, yeah. They, they had they had some smack talk again. Yeah. And some they mentioned something about Han saying he was like lonely or something. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, well, well no, no, no. Guys, actually, now that I think about it, they did have a full-blown like romantic That's subplot. I, I yeah. At the end of the I forgot about this at the no. end of the fifth one because they, they said they that did. they were cuz they were she was like sitting on his lap and he yes. said uh she asked if he wanted to go to Tokyo. Yeah. And then he said we'll get there eventually and then all of us knew, "Oh, yeah, cuz he's going to die." AKA the third one. <laughs> and then not really die and then come back because nothing matters and nobody dies. And that's all right. Speaking of, is John Cena dead? No. No. There's not a chance in the not. world. Damn. No body, no death. After one movie, damn. Come on. Well, actually, is that the character you're talking about? No, 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 no. So the um, I'm talking about Alan Richson, who yeah. plays general agency guy, who... I could, if if the agency so, never showed up in any of these movies ever again, it would be totally fine. With I me. so you thought that they were like trying to make you feel like this was like some big heartbreak. No, I didn't think it was a big heartbreak. It was like they uh, there's that big push in. So after he shoots down the plane, yeah, that uh, which again none of them are dead. But like after he shoots down the plane with that rocket launcher, there's this slow low angle push in on him as he like moves the viewfinder from the rocket launcher away from his face, and it reveals that it's him. And uh, and it's treated as this like, and then we go back and we see, oh, he's been there all along. He's always been a part of this evil plan, and the thing for me was I was like, yeah, he was a bad guy for the first half of the movie. Now he's just a different <laughs> brand of bad guy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I, it was just one of those moments where I was like, you're, you're giving this far more weight than it really needs gotcha. to have. See, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like it really had any weight. Like it felt like he was a bad guy. Sure. He had two minutes on yeah. screen of being a semi-decent guy and yeah. then was a bad guy again. So I was like, yeah. I didn't feel any weight behind it. I was like, oh. So and it I, was a ploy. Absolutely. It did and make I, me think. I agree, with, I agree with you. I think the movie thinks we gotcha. feel differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, whereas I didn't, I didn't see like, I didn't feel like the movie was trying to get me to feel like I got gotcha, more I gotcha. way behind it. But um, I do think that's kind of some weird writing stuff, however, because why was he fighting him the entire time if, yep. you know. Oh, that's a little weird. But it's all the ploy. It's all the it's all the trick. Yeah, it's but all it about, really it's all about suffering, Easton. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about it's like <laughs> we can justify any nonsense by saying, Oh, it's all about messing with Dom's head. Yes. Um, uh, which is a good out. It yeah. was it was a very easy Yeah, it was a very easy out. Because it does deal with the common issue in movies of not finishing off the main character when he's right in front of you. Mm. So Mm -hmm. Um so it makes sense that he doesn't, you know. So it's a that's what makes the the cliffhanger ending of this movie so funny. It like uh 
when when the movie ended, I leaned over to, to Annie and I said, uh, I said, will our dastardly villain blow up the dam? Will he will he escape with his beloved child? What will come of our fast family? Tune in next week. <laughs> it is very much that, isn't it? Yeah. I, it so yeah. We saw like there were so many bombs on that dam, so he expected that the two the two trucks were they he, he knew. The dom was going to drive off the edge of that yeah. dam. Those two trucks were going to hit each other. That explosion would not kill him. So that would just be further payoff for him to eventually blow up the dam that would then drown them, maybe. But I don't know. I, but Brent, so but when this whole moment was happening, um, I didn't. the dam does blow. No. We, no. You see the bombs. The, the trucks do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so... Um, they explode for a million years. No, <laughs> yes, I am aware. Going down the <laughs> but um, when all that setup was happening, I guess it doesn't explode, but you know that it's going to, and a dam of water is about to sure, come sure. at him. I was like, are they really about to just have him like punch water and be able to stop it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was glad that's not what happened. We'll see what happens, but. No, he's going to pull the El Camino out of his back pocket. That was just like <laughs> such a big cliffhanger that I it, it almost makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially for a movie, like, how long do we have to wait for the next one to come Two out? Two years. I think that's the, 2025. I think that's the only... I'm, like, that's ridiculous. You can't do that to your family. Well, yeah, come on, Avatar. <laughs> come Crap. On. The only I did feel a little bit cheated out of an ending. <laughs> I did. Yeah. The only yeah. reason why I feel like it's a bad cliffhanger is because you know that that scene doesn't really have any real stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you know he's going to survive it and you yeah. know the kid's going to survive it. So, like, it doesn't really feel like a cliffhanger. It's just like, oh, we're just not finishing this exact yeah. story point, but it won't, it won't amount to anything. But um, you guys, we're missing the biggest point of this whole movie. Family. Oh. Dom may have driven the car, but he's not the one that pulled the trigger. What? Wait, what? Dwayne Johnson's back. Oh, he's oh, the one that yeah, actually yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Come rock on, is back. Guys, crap! Yeah. I said I laid that out so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> All of us forgot. <laughs> I did. Which, yeah. Which makes me wonder if I was talking to Easton a little bit about this the other day. It makes me wonder if the the publicity of you know, The Rock and Vin Diesel had this whole back and forth, and uh-huh. The Rock was like, "I'm not, I'm 100 percent not coming back." And Vin Diesel was like, "Well, looks like someone's turning their back on family. All I can do is hope that you you <laughs> yeah, come back yeah. in good faith, or something like that." And so, yeah. I'm curious how much of that was PR and how much of it was mm. real. I, I want to say the Rock. The reason why I want to say that's real is because there was something that The Rock said in that statement when uh, Vin Diesel mentioned, like, "Oh, my kids ask about where Uncle Dwayne is." Mm-hmm. He like respond the. Uh, the Rock responded with something that felt very authentic. He said, "He said I also think it's a little bit messed up to use your children as a ploy to get mm. me back into your movie franchise." And that felt a little bit, yeah, real. yeah, a little bit, a no, li- little I, bit cutting. I do yeah. think it's real, and I think either one of two things happened. Uh, one, it was all real, um, but he decided to come back under a clause that he's not working with Vin Diesel, so they may never share screen time. That feels right. Um, You're breaking up the family, man. And and so I think that might be a piece, or um, we don't see it until the very end. So it's possible that they finally came to a deal later on, yeah. after a lot of production had happened, and so yeah. they decide to have, uh, they decide to keep Jason Momoa for another movie 
Well, I mean, he would be there anyways, but they decide to have that moment knowing that, okay, now he's also going after The Rock. Yeah. And because you don't have to add that, but they did. So, like, yeah. it's possible that they finally came to, a, you know, an agreement or, um, you know, settled their beef or whatever. Maybe Vin Diesel finally signed the contract to lose a fight. I don't know. Sure. Oh, so, maybe. Yeah. I, I would... My my guess with that mid credit scene was that it was very much shot after the fact. I, it, yep. it feels very. We were already deep into editing, and mm-hmm. and we finally got it done. Yeah, yeah. we yeah we we finally because got something on paper. It would definitely make much more sense that Hobbs is in this yep. over Shaw. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. It worked well. Also in this. That's what I was saying. And who knows, maybe a uh, we need you more than you need us sort of conversation was enough sure. to get him back. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Feed he his ego had, a little bit. He has had a rough few years. Who? Wait, what? The, the rock? rock? The Rock? I don't think so. He's been in everything. Well, none yeah, of it's done well. he was well. in the game plan. He was in Jumanji was a long time 20 ago. years ago. <laughs> But he's he, been pouring uh, all of himself into black. He's he's got, <laughs> he, he had that HBO series for a while. He had a, a sitcom that did really. I know well. he had ballers, but I'm saying yeah. so he had Black Adam that did not do well. San Andreas didn't do mm. well. Rampage didn't do well. Um, uh, 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 Jumanji did well sales wise. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be honest there. But critic wise, they have not been yeah. fantastic. Sure. So I I, th- I thought that's what you meant by you need us more than. We need you. I think that this franchise definitely feels like all of the installments that haven't had Dwayne Johnson have felt like they have kind of a big hole. Hmm. Like I, okay. uh, these last couple of movies, I will say I felt his absence. quite Gotcha. Good. Okay. Yeah. I feel like John is Cena's addition has been a good way of mm-hmm. he bridging that gap. He's a, he is fantastic in this one. I feel like we we got very mean muggy kind of one note villain from him the last movie but in this one they they gave him a little bit more room to yeah. i'm i'm to i'm himself. and specifically I, talking about this one so yeah, yeah 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 and i and and i'm i'm ag- i'm agreeing i i think that he is uh he's fan he's one of the best performances in this movie i think he's a lot of fun his dynamic with that that kid is fantastic yeah i could have almost done less with that the 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 really? like surrogate father son aspect i know it's his uncle but you. whatever mm-hmm. but i wanted more of the crew i feel like we mm-hmm. i feel like the bits we got of the crew was basically just like roman and ludicrous fighting and yeah like there was the fun thing with pete davidson but that's not even really a crew bit that's a pete davidson bit mm-hmm. and then like and then before you know it we're at the end of the movie and they get shot down out of an airplane yeah that's kind of fair so um I said that there were a few characters that I do think have character development. I yes. think, um, uh, now I can't think of his name, uh, bald guy, uh, Roman. 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 Luda. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love that Ludacris is in these movies. Yeah, I, so do I, I absolutely love it. I, I think Roman is somebody that actually does have some character development yeah. in, in this movie, which sure. I thought was good. Um, he Who had does a, the safe traveling of keeping his money up on his money belt around yes. his <laughs> around his chest? <laughs> um, I think yeah, the the leadership thing with him was was pretty good. I just didn't feel that it was. They always make a joke every now and then, uh, or not always, but they sometimes make a joke uh, in in previous movies where. Roman will just like assume that he's leading the mission. Yeah. It's been a like consistent that. joke since yeah, almost yeah, yeah. the beginning, uh, pretty much yeah. since fast, too fast, too furious mm-hmm. when he got mm-hmm. added in. I mean, yeah. he's always been kind of the butt end of the joke, but he's always been there. And 
Um, Another fun, fun Vin Diesel story. So Tyrese Gibson taking the comic relief role was a suggestion by uh, Vin Diesel after he rejoined the franchise. And the, the word on the street, the rumor, is that Vin Diesel was pretty sour grapes when Tyrese replaced him in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh. He like stepped in mm. as the co-lead of that movie, yeah. and he was not too happy about that, so he made the suggestion <laughs> that, that Tyrese Gibson become Some drama the, there? So maybe so. Bitter. Maybe so. Um, well, so. nonetheless, it comes around, and, and Ludacris gives, uh, I think, a good line of, you know, yeah, you're still, you know, the, uh, you... You stepped up, and you know, part of being a leader is taking the um, entire blame for you know a whole entire crew's worth of mistakes. So that's where I think there was some c- yeah. character development. I, I'll agree with there. you there. Yeah. What, Tristan? Doesn't Jordana? What's her name? What's Jordana in the movie? Brewster. Oh, uh, I, I don't. Uh, something <laughs> like Toretto. She's, she's Mia, uh, Mia Toretto. Mia. Yeah, Mia, yeah. yeah. She's, isn't she supposed to be like Dom's twin sister? Or something like that. I don't know about twin sister. I think she's the older. I, I think it's she was younger. What what I, name? Oh, who? You're right. Jordana. Jordana Brewster. Yeah, Jordana Brewster. I think it's supposed to be the family is Dom, Mia, Jacob. Oh. I think okay. is what it is. What are we looking at? I What's just happening? so my thing. I was just bringing it up. Doesn't doesn't she it. have kids? She does, and she mentions it. She yeah, she mentions. Oh, she does. She says, uh, "How do you think Brian and the kids feel that I'm here with you, or something like that?" When she's babysitting um, the little one. So, okay. I thought little they lived Brian. in that house. Little B. Little B. Oh, you thought they lived there? Yeah. Oh, she did, I think, in the earlier movies. Okay, yeah. so but the when idea she got married is that to Brian is with the kids yes. at their house. And mm-hmm. she's yes. at the... Okay. Okay. It's, it's a nice scapegoat to get, like, to, or a reason why uh, Paul Brian's Walker's... not on screen. Yes. Yeah. There, there are a couple of moments in the last couple of movies since his tragic passing where his absence does not make a lot of sense, though. Yeah. And they've kind of written themselves. Well, I'm thinking of, is it the is it the eighth one? She's, she's not really in the ninth one all that much. But uh, it might be in the eighth one where she's a part of some some skirmish, some mm-hmm. some yes. action set mm-hmm. piece, and it uh, it gets to the point where I'm like, it doesn't make sense that so he let her because historically it's always been Brian jumping in to save the day, and she stays back with mm-hmm. you know however yeah. many kids they have. I don't yeah. I don't even know, but but yeah. Well, I think that's a situation of like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and you you've got an actress. Yeah. That wants to be a part of the franchise, you've got to find a way. And I think they at least explained it well enough that Brian gets out of the business so that he, like, he's like, I am fully getting out. At seven, he's like, I'm fully out. Mm -hmm. I can't get back in because I've got to protect my kids. Because in the seventh movie, I think it's all focused in on his kids, right? Yeah, he's had a kid by that point, and... And they're uh, going after his family. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of Jordana Brewster on, on the phone trying to find out what's going on with yeah. the, the mission. Yeah. So so I think, like, it at least gives enough, like, legit backstory mm-hmm. to, like, logistically speaking, yeah. would he probably yeah. come back in? Probably. But they at least, like, had a definitive, like, he did say on screen, like, I, I can't come back in. Yeah. Like, I'm out of the game. I have to be blah, blah, blah. Now, it doesn't necessarily make sense the wife is – putting herself back in this situation all That's the time. That's kind of what I mean, yeah. But it, I, I also, I would, I feel really bad for her. So I, 
now I, I remember what it was. Uh, she shows up to a barbecue in one of the previous movies, and he's not there. She's there with, like, the baby, I think, mm-hmm. and then he's not there. That's oh, the, with but, the that's baby. The, but, yeah, that's gotcha. the bit that isn't, I thought didn't make any sense. Isn't that the one where they're, they're like, where's Brian at? And she's like, oh, you know him. Or she's like, oh, he's on his way. And then his car pulls up into the driveway. Oh, oh I don't remember yes. That. I don't yes. remember yeah. that. He's yeah. right. Oh, I'm wrong then. I don't remember that. Okay. Okay. Well, my whole reason for bringing her up—it's all good. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> completely that? derailed you. I completely derailed you, Tristan. Sorry. Well, there's a lot of movies here, so it's okay I to get a little mixed up. I was just say that I just feel bad for her because I feel like she doesn't get to be as involved as she probably would like to because of that his situation. Yeah, of his passing. Yeah. So I w- I was just like that kind of. So I'm glad that she got like a good fight scene. And all like she got mm, mm-hmm. decent. She got a fight screen scene? time. Yeah, it's when the SWAT guy. It's oh yeah, 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 yeah. She she kicks a lot of ass in yeah. this movie more yeah. so than in previous movies. And I thought it was so funny when the when the invader or whatever gets like thrown up against the wall and she looks she up smirks really surprised or smiles and then she, or like, something. Smiles. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, who is it? I also think that's a that's a really. I mean, I know we talked about the unpractical nature of these movies, so I would have. Ex- I would accept it either way, but I I do like when movies have this like don't kill capture because mm-hmm. that does lead to the ability to get away much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 it, like I said, it doesn't matter for the this movie because if they're all going in to kill him, like they would win anyways, and it wouldn't matter how unbelievable it is because sure. every fight seems unbelievable. Um, but I like it when movies do that. Um, find a way to make it um, just a little bit more like believable when they're like purposely not not killing it. It, it makes sense that they were able to yeah. Yeah. to get, get away, away that way because yeah, when you're outgunning somebody, if you're not allowed to shoot them, it e- it equals the playing field. So yeah, and John Cena kicks some ass there. It was great. Yeah. That that whole scene was a lot of fun. You get to do his WWE finishing move <laughs> through the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah I thought the shotgun through the wall was a really cool that little piece too. Yeah. Um, shotgun in the wall to open up room mm. so he could see the people as they walk through. Mm. Yeah. I was really confused when he first shot, but I think the most unbelievable action set piece of this is probably the, the hitting the crane. To get the oh ball. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, and then the car or something that was like, "How am I going to get out of this?" Or something. Yeah, yeah. And the car still being drivable <laughs> after, after it slams into the slamming wall into a crane, yeah. slamming into the wall, and then he can outrun a bomb blast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I, the movie also, I think this is the first time it's done this kind of anti physics. Um, there's several times throughout this movie that Dom's car. Uh, is supposed to be lifted off the ground, mm. and he wills it to stay on the ground. Just yeah, right. Sheer yeah. willpower. Yeah. Because <laughs> because that's how cars work. If you want it to stay on the ground, right. it seems it like, does. It seems like the movies believe that if a car is revving its engine, it becomes heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all it do is push on the gas, well, and uh-huh. then it starts to it starts to sink back to the mm. road. And to be fair, they do. I mean, they keep to that. Like once he does, yeah. he revs, and once it does, his back wheels make contact. That's when he can like go control fast. it. Yeah, 
what I mean, absolutely, that's not how that works. But <laughs> well, what did we talk about uh, last time with the uh, Sisu? That like you can do unbelievable, ridiculous stuff. You just have to be consistent. Yes. Like yeah. you have to establish this is where the boundaries are, and then you hold to that. And that's something this franchise does exceptionally well. Is they decide this is where our boundaries are, which is pretty much. I was about to say there are none. I was about to say <laughs> they they decide there are no boundaries. Yeah. That's just what and they makes never it. they never you know. They never blink. Yeah. 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 Um yeah. The uh the the cannon car was that was great. Stupid and great. So great. It does not make any sense that he sacrificed himself at the end though. No. I don't he didn't have to. He no. could have just shot them. Yeah. It also doesn't make any sense that Dom didn't just drive to the other side of the road. Sure. At this point, why can't he get why, through that? Why can't he that, get through a barrier? Yeah, He's yeah. broken through much worse. <laughs> yeah, I thought that multiple times, but yeah. um, if I can go back to something that we talked about before, no, which is uh, this franchise cannot decide on what our relationship is to these characters. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm thinking of a specifically whenever we mourn a character that has died. And then they will just kind of like willy nilly bring them back, which is part of the charm. It's part of the, you know, the wink of the franchise. But I saw when Gal Gadot came back, I was like, we mourned you for like two whole movies. Like (laughs) this was a big part of Han's story was like missing you. Mm -hmm. And like even when he came back from the dead, he was like mourning her loss. And they were talking about, uh, I want to say she was, she was mentioned by name a couple of times. uh, And it's just, you feel the absence of this character. And then, and then for, I'm I'm also sure that there's no grand plan. These movies are they're they're making it up as they go. And God bless them they should. Like I don't I don't want them to have a I don't want them to have a plan. I but feel like MCU's wh- phase 1 through 6 in here. <laughs> I, I I feel like they might have a plan for this last part. For the last part maybe. I mean I I mean for cuz this is this is a three part to finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is part 1 2 3 and and it's according to them done. Yeah. So I think they do have a plan because what I read before mm-hmm. this, I didn't know there were actually three parts specifically. I just knew that this was a multi-parter. Sure. And then I read that it was supposed to be two parts. And then I think they, after, you know, writing and talking, discussing, they extended it to three. Mm. So, I so, I mean, this is just, you know, articles I read. Yeah, it could yeah. all be BS and, you know, fake. And I'm, and I'm sure and at stuff. this point, they have a plan. I'm yeah. sure that they have a plan for how they want to end things. I am also just 1000% certain that when they killed Gal Gadot, surely so that she could go be Wonder Woman, they, uh, <laughs> like she, she definitely campaigned to have herself written out, but like, yes, when they, when they killed her, they had no plan of bringing her. Yes. Back I do agree with that. Yeah. Same with Han. They yes. had no plan of bringing yes. him back. And then when fans reacted negatively to Jason Statham, again, changing our relationship <laughs> to a character, just being brought into the fold like he can just he can just come in after he murdered one of our best friends and tried to actively kill all of us across the world like you can come to the barbecue whatever like and that's it's great that's charlie's their own too yeah now they're and trekking they, across antarctica doing something they at least do give it justice and, and some consistency they both very much hate her yeah and they yeah. and they at least do keep that consistent yeah. they had a great fight as well 
Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize yeah. Theron, I thought was fantastic. You did want to talk about uh, control Her button keypad. that Keep- little <laughs> table. So she like all she does yeah. is for those who haven't seen it and that aren't that don't care about spoilers. I can't articulate it well other than to say she pulls one wire out of it and all of a sudden she has control of the <laughs> entire room. All she does is pull the one little wire out. She controls the air ducts. She controls and laughing gas. And she knows gas. exactly how to yeah, do it. Yeah, and she knows exactly how to do it. She knows how to get rid of the harnesses and she controls the little laser robot that <laughs> shoots at the floor at one point. All knowledge. Yeah, all the wire knowledge. Release to be fair, chemicals. she is around technology. Always. I just loved that when she pulled that. Yes, that's true. I just love that she pulled that little wire and then a giant button showed up that said system over. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just tapped the screen. She's and like, that was yes, it. please. Without uh, looking. So yeah. good. That was great. Yeah. I don't want the, the thing is, as I'm bringing all of these things up, I don't want to be misinterpreted as like saying these things are problems in a, in like a smart, smarter franchise. I would have problems with these things. In this franchise, these are not problems that need fixing. Yeah. This is what I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I want to maintain this level of silly. In a movie that's trying to be serious, yeah. these would be problems. Yeah. Right. But this movie's not trying but to it's be not. No, and it's I, not trying to be serious at all. And ironically, going back to the confidence thing, that's why everyone in this movie has to take it deadly seriously yeah because if they don't if they if they blink for one second i would love to see and bloopers do like, of this do like any <laughs> apologies or whatever you know how like uh every now and then an mcu movie will be like yeah like this guy's got octopus arms like you know what i mean like every now and mm-hmm. then they'll do something like that and you kind of go like oh well just do the thing like if you're gonna do the thing then do the thing fast and furious just doesn't have that impulse they're just like yeah. we would never apologize yeah for swinging across a can Canyon, you you know, they're unapologetic like with a car, yeah. yeah, in a good way, yeah, in a wonderful way. Uh, I don't know about wonderful. I <laughs> I I love these movies. So do I. Yeah. I I it almost makes me mad. I'm going back to Gal Gadot. I'm sorry. It almost makes me mad how she came back because she just pops out of this little thing mm-hmm. with a little cheeky smile. I'm waiting for you guys. I've been in life this whole time. Ha ha ha. We've got no. two years to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you ruined Han. How dare you just come back with your little smirk on your face like everything's fine. So the question is, do you guys think this submarine pops out of the dam and saves? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, I'm not confident enough to say no. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think don't. that's what's happening. However... That's where I... I, th- I mean, maybe. That's maybe. a thought that I had. They'll pick it up with one of their magnet planes. <laughs> I actually... I, I thought this movie was a little going to be a little bit longer than it was. So I was expecting... Yeah. I wasn't expecting the cliffhanger because I thought I had another 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you so, know just say, mate? Here. I bet the crew on the plane... Didn't actually die. Well, well obviously. But, but <laughs> yeah, and then they jammed the signal to the bombs, and mm-hmm. I don't think the dam's going to blow it all. Oh, sure. All they all that they need to do is put a laptop in front of Ludacris that, yeah. or what's not Ludacris, Ramsey, Ramsey, she's dope. She's working some she's outfits great. in this man. I she's, know, yeah, she's like, stylish. Yeah, she's for cool. real. Ludacris is one of the, has one of the funniest journeys to me, like uh, across this sim. franchise, where he like in Too Fast, Too Furious, he's a mechanic. 
Yeah. He's oh, just yeah. a mechanic. With his afro. Like, nothing more, nothing less. And then in like the, yeah, with that huge afro. <laughs> and then like in the, the, I think it's in the fifth one when he comes back. Uh, and they just, they justify everything he knows how to do with technology by saying, I've had a life before, you know, you guys knew me. I had a life before you knew me. That's how he knows everything about safes and computers and, you know, technology. And he's just, then he became the tech guy. Like, I'd, I really think that they were like, we need a tech guy for our heist movie. So, but we've got to bring everybody back. So let's just, I don't know. Let's and just, maybe. <laughs> like, he can, he knows how to let's do this. And maybe they thought that. Ludacris had a good, like, fan reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Um, I just love that they, they completely ignore that there isn't, there isn't even a whiff of I'm great with technology in the second one. Yeah. He's <laughs> just a mechanic that, like, waves the flag at races. That's yeah. It. That's one thing, actually, that they so far haven't brought back is the original mechanic that died in, is it one or four? I don't know. It's hmm. it's the original mechanic that uh, loses his pink, pink slip in that first race. All the way back in the first remember. movie, I don't. Remember uh, okay, he was a he was a really cool character. He was like he was Dom's mechanic. He was right like on. the 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 this mechanic. Isn't, this is an angry brother that comes back in the fifth one. Is it okay? No. It's scrawny little. Oh, the 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 skinny guy. Yeah, real skinny guy, always wearing mm -hmm. a always wearing a big mm -hmm. hat. He was yeah. the he's the guy that you know back. This is back in two thousand one when the first first movie was. He was showing like everyone that you could use tech, like you could use computers to optimize your cars. Uh -huh. So he was the one that was, so he was the tech guy. There you go. And, and they haven't brought him back. Cause he died in, he, he, uh, I can't remember how he died, but he was the original death That's that crazy. like, yeah. like flung the, these guys into I being who they are. I wouldn't put it past the franchise to yeah. bring him back. Well, and Jesse, I'm thinking of, Yes. It hasn't also, happened yet. I also remember him from a, a great baseball movie called The Rookie. Oh, I love The Rookie. Yeah. Such a good movie. I yeah. totally Such a good dad about movie. Him. Um, I would like Dennis for Quaid? him to come back huh? from the dead. Is that with Dennis Quaid? Yes. Kevin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner is uh, Bull Durham and For the Love of the Game. Uh, I thought he was Dennis, also. Dennis Quaid's got, uh, got The Rookie. For some reason, I thought he was. I thought he was in all three of those. Okay. Dennis Quaid's got a, f or not Dennis Quaid, uh, Kevin Costner's got a few baseball movies because he also has Field of Dreams. Yeah, he does have Field of Dreams. He's in a bunch. Good for, good for you, Kevin Costner. <laughs> you are right. Yes, I was thinking the the face I was putting on the rookie was Field of Dreams. Yeah. But I do love the rookie. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I had something before I thought. Oh, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, times where, the the Twitter trend of times where people thought, like they lost. Uh huh. Uh, oh, yeah. when when did you check out of a movie? It's like when when it did like, logic yeah. and whatever. Mm. When did the illogic of like Fast and Furious lose you? Like, yes. What was yeah. the, what was and the we moment? were talking about Ludacris, and one of one of the other popular tweets was when Ludacris just beat the crap out of like a Navy SEAL guy to <laughs> defend Ramsey. So I, I, I thought I might add that in there. There's also another another classic one is when Jordana Brewster, pregnant, runs and jumps across like rooftops through Rio when they're being chased by the rock. No, she's she did like, that, man. She's like barrel rolling and like doing all this crazy stuff. And then the funniest part is that they button the scene with her telling Vin Diesel that uh, that she's pregnant. And again, 
another drop in the Vin Diesel is a narcissist bucket. That whole scene becomes about him learning that she's pregnant. Like it's not about <laughs> her being pregnant. The whole thing is about him like hugging them and he gets the final close up at the end of that scene. And anyway, yeah. A so, single tear drips yeah. from his face. A, uh, um, a character that added in this movie that I very much like because it's a, it's kind of connected with another character is the um, Brazil sister. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I very much like that character. She's from great. okay mm-hmm. the the blonde from the I think that was, I guess it was five. Oh, uh, the character. So the character that we meet in this one, her sister. Yes, from the, the previous officer? movies. Yeah, yeah. But the officer, I think, was in five, and then she was also mm-hmm. in. Uh, she also came back in a few others. She came back in eight. eight yeah, yeah. Because um, little Brian is her son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I very much like that character. Yeah. I don't know why. Just very much liked it. And the fact that they were able to bring it back in with the sister, and I thought she did a great job. Um, and I liked that new addition of a character, and I, I assume she's going to be in the rest. And it was a character that I very much enjoyed that they added in here. Another Suicide Squad connection. Uh, yeah. Because she was a uh, rat She was rat, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a potentially inappropriate question. No, it's why okay. is little Brian, why, why does he have like such curly hair? And his skin is so dark. Yeah, I was. He looks nothing too. like either one of his parents. Like not even a little bit. Because she's Hispanic, isn't she? I think she was. I don't. You know what? Well, you know what? I'm I'm treading into waters <laughs> that I know nothing <laughs> about. Say, we're, so we're we're on thin yeah, ice. No, here. no. I was like, because I, I mean, think she might be Portuguese potentially. Oh yeah, potentially. Well, her Probably. sister is more dark skinned, so there's obviously. Maybe that's, that's fair. And, the, and they're they're obviously Brazilian. Yeah. They live in Brazil, so they they have Brazilian connections. And so I think it's just kind of like a tie of um, Brazilian roots. And yeah. Vin Diesel is he's not just white; he's he's Italian. You think that Toretto? That's yeah. fair. I so the the thing is, you can't like Dominic Toretto is the most the most ethnically ambiguous <laughs> like action lead ever. I kind of think he's Puerto Rican. Every culture mm. he steps into, whether it's Cuba in the eighth one, Brazil They'll, in in this one, like Roman Roman uh, fast a, fast X. Everywhere he goes, he always approaches it with this energy of like ah my people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ah, I'm finally home, and well, I have so many roots here. And well, everybody and even in knows this one, me. they do that again when he's at the street race yeah 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 yeah. it's like ah finally i'm home with my people and he does that everywhere (laughs) he goes he seems to have an extra connection to rio yeah i guess because we've gone back so many times so i feel like he has some family roots there but there's also like it's also when he says like my people that's not an ethnic thing that's like yeah 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 i just think that it's like a confusing gotcha yeah because he's he's saying like these are my people because they're they're racers yeah these are underground people that live a quarter mile at a time funny the funniest part is that they all love him yeah Yeah. everyone loves and even when he goes to japan and and tokyo drift (laughs) they all love him there too yeah um which is hilarious so like uh, our giant savior (laughs) (laughs) can we also talk about the fact that i'm sorry Last thought, and then I will I will turn I will turn it back over to Tristan. I'm sorry, but they bury Han, bury Han. I mean, sure. I, I guess not. Um, in L.A., he's not from L.A. Like they they have the funeral for him in Furious Seven. Yeah. in Los Angeles, like that's like halfway around the world from where he's actually from. The only <laughs> thing I can think of is they never really show a huge 
family tie for Han in Tokyo. His family is in Los Angeles. Yeah, his real family. <laughs> I'm just picturing like I'm just picturing him like going to Tokyo and bringing the body home. Yeah, and taking but it t- potentially taking it away from some poor family. Yeah. That's just that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Is that like because because he he does have that small little group that you know trains yeah. DK like they they seem to be a tight little group, but he also has a lot of enemies. Yeah, that's and, fair. Yeah, Jason Tokyo Statham. Drift is a yeah Tokyo Drift is just a fun film because it's just. Everyone is out to get you. Yeah. There's there's a lot of Japanese gangsters. It's so great. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tristan. I interrupted you. No, I n- nope. I don't know what We're I'm all saying. just we're all just shooting stuff. Yeah. So shooting things around. Yeah. The only thing apart from the car jumping that much We've kind of talked recently, I'm on this, like, I don't know what's good with computer graphics anymore. <laughs> but there's a shot where Letty is on her motorbike and she has to slam on her brakes and then like hop over it. Mm-hmm. It looks real bad. That, mm. I think that's a practical stunt, isn't it? I didn't think the, I, I, I have real. no idea. The, I didn't think that was the worst part. See, and like with that, that like if it was practical and I'm just an idiot, see, like I go right. Yeah. I also don't, I also don't, I also don't know what's not. Tre- yeah. Trevor stated this multiple times. He's like, I don't, I, I can't tell what's good and bad CGI or what's real practical good and practically bad. Yeah, He's like, this, no, this is bad CGI. It's like, oh, no, that was a practical effect. But the problem with practical effects now is that they're infused with CGI. Yeah. So that may be a practical stunt, but then they just throw CGI in it to add more elements to it, and sure. then it loses its practicality. Yeah, it loses the effect. Yeah. Sure. Um, but that... That Rome chase scene had a lot of really rough CGI scenes. The car rolling uh, down the down stairs the stairs was the, really bad. That was pretty bad, and I understand why they had to do it because clearly, just looking at logistically, I was like, okay, everything in the frame that is CG is. Uh, basically the only dangerous parts of this stunt it's the flaming uh bomb it's the car everything the like cracking rubble so my guess is they were like okay well you can have these this location for this amount of time but you can't break anything yeah so they were like okay well then we'll just like shoot people running, running down, around running down yeah. the stairs and we'll add everything in post and it it does look pretty unbelievable yeah and uh um i do think it's consistent that like I don't want to say consistent, but if you've if you've watched the original four recently, mm-hmm. um, they do a lot. They do they like they tried cutting edge CGI back sure. in the original four, um, and like it looks pretty rough, but like back then it was cool because it was new for sure. Like they do a lot of engine stuff, a lot of like uh, people pushing the like the NOS button. Yes, on their, and on you their see the NOS going the, through the whole sh- thing. And like the, yeah, the, in the, the in the, the early streaks C- of light. Yeah, the early CGI because that's all CGI. You can yeah. you're not putting a camera through an engine. What? <laughs> 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 Hate to break it to you. So and and a lot of those in the early ones, like it looks rough, but it still looks yeah. cool. Yeah. And 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 I think that's the difference between doing something that like you know is going to be like this has mm-hmm. to be CGI versus something like this is a real car like not. It's not a real car, but like you could have a real car doing this. Yeah. And then the things that they do practically are really impressive. I think that just about every crash in this entire movie is practical. Um, I would be, uh, I would be surprised. Before you go too off on that. Yeah. I was just looking up on my phone, some stuff. Uh, Apparently this is the most computer graphically enhanced out of the entire franchise. That's so surprising. Wow. 
I, it, the only reason why I think that a lot of these crashes weren't practical is because of how minimal the damage was. There's a few mm. that definitely, I think pretty much every crash in Rome is computer generated because uh, it's Roman. From the sounds of it, they were not allowed to do much in the in the city. I still think they should have been able to bomb the Vatican, but that's just me. So, Trevor, what were you saying there? Oh, no, it it looked like they've it, maybe it's not it, maybe it's like just from the couple things I read just now, they it looks like in the past they've used like maybe as much, mm-hmm. but they cut away with like a lot of um like cutting to the inside of the car. So like you mm-hmm. get breaks from it, but in this one it's, it it seems like it's just a lot of just larger yeah. segments of computer yeah. graphics. And not so. all of it looked bad. It was just yeah. there were some very rough Well, and parts. To, to your point, they uh, the, the CG stuff that's oftentimes in these movies is used to enhance practical things. Like um, for the uh, a stunt that we talked about a little bit earlier, potentially off mic, I don't remember, but the... Um, uh, the the scene in Dubai in Furious Seven yes. where they're driving between buildings they built two full scale skyscrapers not full scale yes. but scale appropriate skyscrapers and then they they surrounded them essentially by uh, by green material and then drove a car through the side of the, the window of one building and into the other but they took that element and then essentially pinched it into yeah an entirely CG shot, yeah. and then you you lose the effect of it a little bit. Uh, same goes for when they dropped the cars out of the plane in Furious 7, when all those cars coming out of the, the building in Fate of the Furious, the, the robot car scene, which mm-hmm. is so great, um, all the build, the cars driving out of the building, that was all real. But you, you do lose the thread a little bit after a certain point. Yeah, because you're using a practical thing, but then you're throwing that practical effect mm-hmm. in a green. So like you you create a huge green screen, you create that um, practical effect, and then you put that practical effect in the environment, so it looks off putting to the environment because it's not actually in that environment. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we can all agree though the worst visual effect in this entire movie was that computer that entirely computer generated room that the two least important characters in this entire movie were standing in Brie Larson and Alan Richson when they were basically oh, yeah. doing like a rundown of like footage of and scenes from the movie that yeah. there couldn't have been a camera right. around yeah, for. Yeah. Oh, that that's, that's a, that's a film critic slash film Twitter, like huge beef with oh, movies. Come on. Of, no, 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 yeah, not just yeah. this movie. No, no, no. I, I, of I'm films, not, not to you, to, to them. Yeah, yeah. Of, of movies that um, they'll have pictures um, of like an event that happened in a movie through the film screen. Yeah. But there's no pot, like nobody would have taken that picture. Yeah, so yeah. how do they have a picture of that thing? And I did think that yeah. when, when they were going to Jason Statham's, not Jason Statham, uh, Jason Momoa's different areas oh, yeah, yeah. and you just but see pictures of yeah. all the, and it's like, how does he have a picture of yeah. this thing? They were literally on top of a mountain, just the two of them, <laughs> like, there's one point when uh, and Vin Diesel's uh, house is the same way. His yeah, garage, the, the pictures. That's exactly what I was what yeah. I was gonna say. There's a there's another great moment where uh, Alan Richson, who um, is the the big beefy um, agency guy, he um, he shows footage at one point of the nuclear sub that broke through the ice and fate of the furious. Yeah. And I'm like, that was in Antarctica. Yeah, that was like <laughs> the most remote area on the planet. But still. Yeah. His name so is Agent Ames. 
I will never remember that. <laughs> I, I, I well, you better. He's here for three more. I, Two more. Uh, uh, I only remember Alan Richson's name, uh, fun fact, because he was Raphael in the um, the Ninja Turtle oh, movies. Oh, yeah. The 2014-2016-17-ish. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I know him. I knew his face right away. Reacher, maybe? He's got that big Amazon show. The Jack I have Reacher not watched show. Reacher. No. I've never watched it, but I've, oh. I've, seen his fa- I've seen his face all over the place. I've seen TikTok videos of... Reacher. Uh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and so the, yeah. the face is familiar. Dude's a hunk. Good yes, for him. He is. <laughs> um, okay, I think we should wrap up here pretty soon. Um, but we've talked about this movie for an hour and twenty five ish minutes, and we have not really talked about Jason Momoa or his character. We have not. Yep. And I'm I seem to, to be. Yeah, yeah, I. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I seem to be the uh, outlier. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily that Jason Momoa did a bad job. I just don't like the character. Gotcha. The it just feels like a it just feels like a long bit, and mm. it's not. This is like this. This is a movie that has comedy. Mm-hmm. Like people throw jokes, but they throw jokes. Like this movie has historically been characters like joke and riff with each other. Like that's his comedy. It doesn't have long-standing character, like, characters are a bit. Characters sure. are an exaggeration of, what I, I mean, they do have exaggeration, like, Dom is an exaggeration of a, sure, whatever. But not, not a comedic way. And so that just felt very off to the rest of the, it just felt tonally off. I could the see The tone that. did not fit the rest of not only this movie, but the entirety of Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. His just in and out of... You know, these just jokes. I do think that they had a line that said that he got hit in the head mm-hmm. and it did something to him and that's why he's psychopathic yeah. or whatever. Well, and they yeah. say he's been in and out of mental institutions. Yeah. 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 He was in the- um, and so and so I did like the line that said that he got hit in the head. Like after he got hit off the thing, it, sure. his skull cracked and yeah. it hit yeah. his brain or whatever. So I was like, that at least does give me some justification. However... It was just, it was a lot. He was a lot to deal with on screen. After, after a certain point, I would definitely agree with you. Yeah. There was one scene, I, I'll agree with you, uh, where he doesn't feel tonally correct, but I, I'll agree with you only in this one scene. Sure. Where he's got the dead guys, and he's got their eyes propped yeah. open, and oh, he's talking nasty. to them. Yeah. I kind of thought that was great. No, it was, <laughs> it, it, no, it was that, funny. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and I think the, the purpose of it is to show us no, he's certifiable. Sure. Like he's, yeah. he, you know, he is having lunch with these dead guys. Uh-huh. But I think in terms of tone, mm. I, after we saw that scene, I was like, we, it, it just felt off from everything else. And I guess to so your far. point, they kind of, if that's the point of that scene, then to, to Easton's point, they kind of make that point over and over and over again. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it feels less like we need to keep this character consistent and more like, let's just keep. You know, and beating the same I, drum. I think another piece of it was like they, so they constantly like they they make him certifiably insane, right? Mm-hmm. And they also connect him to being flamboyant. I tell you what, though, his fashion sense is impeccable. <laughs> impeccable, sure, <laughs> best <laughs> costumes in the whole best movie. costumes. But but I I, was, I just I didn't think like the, that. I think the 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 sort of queer coded villain thing is is played out. 
Uh, I'll, I'll grant you that. And I think that they tried to do their best to make him like sexually ambiguous, but it was clear that this was like someone in the writer's room said, I want this like old kind of, you know, this, like this villain we used to see that was like, you know, intimate and weird. And what they didn't realize was that was just a homophobic character from like <laughs> previous movies. Yeah. I, th- I personally felt that they did enough to steer clear sure. of that, that I, I personally didn't dislike. Gotcha. It, but. Um, but yeah, that was just when I was watching it, those are the things that was crossing my mind. It's like, okay, sure. so this guy is sir, like, he's definitely insane. And like, they just have such a over the top, Mm-hmm. flamboyant nature to him with his costumes, mm-hmm. how he acts and the painting of the nails. And they do do the point where like, obviously he's not just flamboyant. He's psychotic because he's painting dead people's nails. Sure. But like, it just felt just like a weird, just a, a weird direction and a weird tonal shift to what our villains usually are. Most of the you. villains in fast and furious are hard ass, Mm-hmm. Either I mean you you have your big beefy guys yeah. that are like we're gonna have a fight like we're gonna fight and he is a big beefy guy you could have that it didn't happen yet probably will let's sure. be honest or you have like the um uh I own everyone woman yeah uh, sharing uh, Therese thing where, that that know. was generally their go to in the earlier movies was mm-hmm. just this sort of I own everyone sort yeah. of play yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that's why I don't know if it was Jason Momoa himself. I think it was more of a writing decision that I didn't like. I got you. Um, and so it just made me off on his whole performance mm-hmm. because I just didn't like the character in the film that we had. Um, but in terms of making him scary, I don't know that they ever quite hit the same peak again as they did when he was first introduced coming out of that elevator when he was dragging the two guys behind him. Mm-hmm. I thought that shot was great, yeah. and I thought that as an idea, it worked really well. Uh, there was a, I, I have to believe it was an improv on his part, but when he, mm. licks, when he licks the knife really quickly after yeah. he kills that one guy, I thought that was so a, gross. that was like a scary little touch. And, and for, you know, for as many writing problems as the character might have, Jason Momoa is clearly having the time of his <laughs> life sure, yeah. playing this character yeah he's never like i've never seen him he's always kind of you know charismatic tough guy in mm-hmm. most things but i he's never quite been let off the leash in the same way he is yeah. in, in yeah. this one i do think uh jason momoa's character or not his character but how the villain in intertwives himself throughout the story is another mm-hmm. piece of rough writing that's not as bad as the rest because it is just a Jason Momoa knew this was going to happen, and yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. At any moment, it was all planned this way. Why? I mean, because usually, you you if somebody had something planned a certain way, you you find a way to intertwine that throughout the the story and the writing. That like, oh, that does make sense that he knew this because he had this sure. information here and here and here. It's crazy that he was able to put it all together and mm-hmm. and make it all plan out well. But yeah. it makes sense. This was just. He's here. He's there. Yeah. He knows this is going to happen. He knows Dom's going to be on the bridge with the car and the, with his kid. He stole the kid and then knew that the kid was going to get stolen back by Dom and be, you know, so like that. Like, it's just like, again, it's Fast yeah. and Furious. You know, it's going to be ridiculous. That was just a, 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 uh, another pile on. Yeah. I think that, um, 
There's one. It was a there, little rough. There's really only one bit with his character that I personally just didn't buy, which is the moment that he's physically fighting Dom on the bridge and gets and his ass just, kicked. And he just, yeah. There was part of me that was like, I kind of want. This isn't the kind of character that is an intellectual foil yeah. to the to the the characters. He's a he's a physical one, and I think that they, on paper, if you want to make him both. All right, that's something we've never seen before. That's fair enough. But I don't know. I just I was disappointed to see how how quickly he got his ass kicked. I thought that was a little bit. The only that thing, was a little bit boring. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that he knew he had an out. Again, doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that he knew that he had the out cuz why would you bring all the people to shoot everyone if you were just going to have choppers come over? And anyways? he's also I guess to sell the bit, he was all right with his partner in crime shooting a bunch of the people he's like paying and Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, but I guess if he was just kind of like trying to let Dom feel like he had the upper hand and like he had won, he was going to let him beat him up and then just to take that power away from him instantly. Yeah. Can I chime in? No. I think we're thinking about it too much. Yeah. yeah, No. And that's that's kind of, well, that's kind of the point that I was making earlier in that I'm, I'm 1000% sure these are not things that they thought about. Like this is, uh, they came up with an easy elevator pitch workaround for a lot of this stuff. And then they were like, that's all we need. That's, that's pretty much it. There's no, there is no grand plan and I don't want there to be one. No. We may be thinking about them too much, but that's our job. It's fun. <laughs> we don't get paid for this job, but it is our job. Um, but anyway, so that's that. I just wanted us to chat about Jason Momoa because yeah, yeah. uh, he is our main villain, yeah. and we didn't talk about him at all. But there's a lot of things happening in this movie. Yeah. Um, so is there anything you guys want to chime in before we get to ratings and get on out of here? Perfect. So. Let's get our uh, let's get our ratings in. Three, three. That's about where I'm at. I give this one a three. Five. Oh my god. <laughs> Whew. Wait. Does somebody have this as their You I'm not gonna do that. I'll I'll say four. Okay. No, you said earlier you give all of them five, so That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. How do you do you objectively find this as great I as wish all there the were other different ones? things in this movie? Yeah. Is it is this your favorite Fast and Furious movie? No, absolutely not. Is it your top five? I don't know. <laughs> We I need can't a, remember that. We like need a Tristan <laughs> Fast and Furious ranking I'll, right now. I'll work on it. Okay. Um, I think I'm at a three. I think the beginning of this, I was thinking below a three, mm-hmm. but then it got it, 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 it got me in the second half. Yeah. You know who we didn't talk about? And we don't have to talk about this. I just want to make sure that her name is on record. Sure. The great Rita Moreno shows up as Uh-oh. Dominic's grandmother, grandmother. who, uh, by the way, is only 30 years older than him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I just, uh, God bless Rita Moreno, American, yeah. American and legend and American treasure. And she's going to be a bigger part in the second movie. I, because I, I hope she comes tearing down the great wall of China yeah. in a, in a, <laughs> you know, souped up muscle car. Yeah. Cause Jason Thatum comes in, um, he leaves to go save her. Yeah. So, Oh no no no! Uh, Helen Mirren is who you're thinking of. Oh. Rita, Rita Moreno Sathan, is is uh, the uh, the, the Toretto's the... grandmother. She shows oh, up at the oh, barbecue, oh, barbecue oh, at the very beginning. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. okay. Uh, uh, some some folks may be familiar with her from West Side Story, the recent Spielberg one, mm. and uh, Into the Heights. Gotcha. Oh. Trevor would have been all over that, but he decided to go pee. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, you got all of our ratings. Um, most of us are in the three. Tristan's in the four, which. 
Totally makes sense. Sure. Um, maybe a five. She might. Uh, we'll see what her letterbox review comes out as. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, it's kind of up in the air. Uh, I feel obligated to do The Little Mermaid because it's probably the biggest movie coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, however, The Machine is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Hey-o. And um, I also feel loyalty to Burt Kreischer. So we'll see what happens. Um, so, uh, stay tuned for next week. Uh, we'll be doing, uh, one or both of those. We might just do a quick rundown of each. Uh, um, so yeah, stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Brandon, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. For Fast X. Um, thank you guys and have a good one. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? (laughs) What an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. (laughs) No offense. No, none taken. <laughs>